it's uh, a blessing to see that Pastor Lane and Pastor Harriet, they just have continued doing what God has told them to do. I want to tell them that God loves you. And he, he, he prepared you for the, for the work and the mission you're doing right now. And even those bumps in the way and those negative things that have happened and have come over you, God was preparing you for this time, for this season. So don't look at all that like in vain some of these things happened to you. God was just making everything, building everything up for what's going on now. So I encourage you in the name of Jesus to just continue doing what God has called you to do. Amen. Love you. Amen. I love you all too. Um, okay. Uh, don't put the, the title of the message yet after I did do the introduction. Um, I want to tell you something that happened to a young man in Guatemala. He started going to a church and uh, looks like he was a person who looked promising in serving the God, serving the Lord. And the church said, oh, Let's go send him to a seminary so he can be prepared to preach the word and in the future be a pastor. So they sent him to the seminary. He learned a lot about the word and a lot of theology and et cetera, et cetera. And then came the day after he finished his studies, he went back to his home church and the pastor said, he's going to preach us the word today. And he got up. Opened his Bible, read the, read the verse, and when he started to talk, he, stuttered, he started to stutter. And he stuttered, and he stuttered, and he stuttered, and he could just couldn't start preaching. And every time he tried, it was hard for him. I bet everybody was saying, but he went to seminary for so many years. He's supposed to be prepared and and, and be able to deliver a, a, a tremendous message. But there came a moment he just said, I'm sorry, took his Bible and went down from the platform. And then a, a, an old lady of the church stood up and she said, I wanna tell you something. If you would have gone up there to preach the way you went down, you would have gone down the way you went, you went up. And, the, and, and uh, you can put the title. The glory ain't for you. It ain't for me. It's for God. It's for God. And there's something, a mistake that has happened in the church of Jesus Christ is that many Christians and even churches 
have been stealing the glory that only is for God and for Jesus. Let's open the Bible. Psalm 115. Psalm 115. Open your Bible. Psalm 115. Verse 1. we have it, say amen. Psalm 115, verse 1. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but to your name give glory. Because of your mercy, because of your truth. I repeat that again. Not unto us, O Lord. Not unto us, but to your name give glory because of your mercy, because of your truth. So it's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about us. But it's about him. And we Christians should live and should thrive in giving God all the glory. It's uh, like doing this. Getting out of the way so people will not be looking at us, but they'll be looking at Jesus. Amen? Amen? Does this make sense to you? We should thrive on being invisible. We should thrive on being a doormat. You know what a doormat is, right? People walk on there. Trampled. You might say trampled upon. Mostly when you go in the house, you look ahead. You don't look at the doormat, or at least you do this. God wants us to be the doormats in the kingdom, his kingdom. Because the glory is for him, not for us. And when this happens, when we start getting all the glory for ourselves, we are hindering revival. The revival stops right there. Do you want to stop revival? Start looking for praise, for glory, for recognition, for people to look at you, to see you. And the Christian, you know that the Christian who is continually seeking recognition is easily offended. You see a person that offends easily? Probably that person is seeking recognition and doesn't like to be put down. There was a lady of our church in Puerto Rico was called to the mission field. She was called to go to Jamaica. She was going to be there on a short mission trip for, I don't know, maybe a month or something like that. I don't remember. 
And she went to Jamaica, and God opened doors for her to help out in a Bible institute. And the first thing they told her to do was, can you go clean the toilets of the Bible institute? And she, huh? And while she was cleaning the toilet, the toilets, she said, God, if you send me all over here to Jamaica to clean toilets? But God made her understand that it's not being, not the visible ministry. It doesn't care if it's a visible ministry or an invisible ministry. It's doing what God wants us to do. It's us serving others and giving the glory all to God. Let's suppose you've never preached in your life and you preach the message and nobody comes to you saying, that's a good message. Should you just go like this and say, I'll never preach again. Nobody said a good word about it. You know that sometimes God permits that for us to check our humility if we are really humble before him and humble before everybody else. Seeking recognition. There are people who say, oh, we need affirmation. I need affirmation, but I need it from God, not from men. Let God get all the recognition. Let God get all the glory because he is God and we are just his bond servants. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but to your name give glory. And even if a fellow Christian gets recognition that apparently he doesn't deserve, put your look on God and seek for his recognition, not other people. Forget it if they get more recognition than you. Maybe it's unfair. But no, what I want, what you want, what we want is God's recognition. We want God to say, yes, I like what you're doing. Even everybody else says, oh, he's stupid, he's dumb, he's this, he's that. doesn't matter. God's recognition. And it says, because of your mercy, because of your truth. God is a God of mercy. And we do not, did not and do not deserve and will never deserve the salvation he has bestowed on us. You think you deserve your salvation? You're wrong. You think, I think I deserve my salvation? I'm wrong. We don't, did not deserve it. You did not deserve it. God saved us because he wanted to. Because it pleased him to do it. But we did not deserve it. But that's why Jesus died in the cross and he shed his blood. So that blood will come upon us and cleanse us from all our sins. And then we will receive the justice of Christ in us. And when God looks at us, he'll see the blood and we are, and, and, and we will, will, will be going into heaven, not because of our merits, but because of what Jesus did for us. That means that nothing comes from us. 
Nothing comes from you. So why are you glorying? Why are you feeling puffed up? When all of it comes from God and all the glory and the honor is for Jesus. All the glory and the honor is for God. The glory and honor is not for you. The glory and honor is not for this congregation. The glory and honor is for the God of this congregation. The talents, the gifts that we have do not come from us. Only from Him. God is seeking people who will give Him the glory. God is seeking people who will put Him first, not only in their hearts, but in front of everybody else. And He is a God of truth, of truth. His promises are true. And some people, to get recognition, even lie, even boast, because God is true. He never lies. But I've heard of some people who supposedly they preach the gospel, supposedly they preach the word. And then when they're talking, they say, oh, we had a crusade and there were more people coming in. And, and dead, though there are more people coming out alive than those who were coming in dead. We, we were resurrecting from, uh, right to the left, we, and, and God was healing everybody and doing this, and they're all lying. They're lying. They're seeking just recognition, boasting on what not even God has done. There are people like that. But you, you don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like that. If I prayed over a hundred sick people and nobody was healed, amen. God is the one who heals, not me. But I prayed, I did what God wanted me to do. I still remember Nicaragua in a uh, uh, town of Matagalpa in a, in a place called Etotolate. I was invited to preach in a, in a church. And I still remember in that, in that uh, place, I was preaching the word. I was preaching the gospel a whole week, a crusade, and not one person came to the Lord. Not one person. And there was a person who was like, had demons or something like that, or looked like had demons, and they asked me and the pastor to preach, to pray over that person. And we prayed, I don't know, for the whole morning, I don't know, and nothing happened. Now, some people would say, that was a failure. Nobody was saved. Nobody was healed. Nobody was delivered. That is a failure. Well, let me tell you one thing. According to this, the glory is not for us. So there's no failure. And, and God didn't fail either. Because the Lord is in His throne. He is the sovereign. He will heal when he wants to heal. He will resurrect when he wants to resurrect. He will save everybody who really gives their heart to him. But it does not depend on you. It does not depend on me. It depends on God. To God be the glory. Amen. And sometimes you will be preaching the word 
and nobody will want to listen to you. And there are some times when you're preaching the word and you have people with their ears and eyes open to, to, to the word. I can't, be, I can't forget once in Nicaragua, in Hinotega, this ministry came showing um, um, the, the movie of Jesus and, and preaching the gospel. And I still remember that I was helping them out, translating for some Americans there. And I still remember that as soon as the whole thing, the, the movie finished, and they did the altar call, and they prayed over the people, there were about maybe 100 people there. You know that after that, it was all done. The people just didn't want to leave. They were sitting down. They wouldn't move. And even the people who came to, to preach the gospel, they say, what do we do? These people don't want to leave. And they were sitting down there waiting for something else. Because there are people hungry for God. You never know what answer, what how the people will respond to the gospel message. But remember, do what God has called you to do. Do it the way you know that God wants you to do it. But let the results in his hands. God, and, and give God all the glory. Amen? God is a God of truth. He never lies. Pastor Ann used to talk about, there was this missionary in Condega, Nicaragua. Well, Pastor Han had a little bit of doubts about the way he was working because he would give out food to people and then take pictures and send it out. And he would tell Pastor Han, if you don't do it this way, you're not going to have people. You're not going to be able to have, take pictures and have people send you offerings. You know, like giving himself glory because, no, it's not, it's not doing it that way. It's when we go preach the gospel, just preach the gospel. Just, just share the word. And if nobody shows up, I remember that Raina and me, when, when we went to Nicaragua and, 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 and the first months there, the only person who showed up was Oscar. Pastor Oscar, he's now with the Lord. And the service was all the whole Pagan family, me, Reina, me, and Gershom, Emilio, Charlie, and that was it, and Oscar. And that was the service. I bet some people passed by in the street and they said, ooh, poor church, poor missionary. He came all the way here down here in Nicaragua to do a service with only one person. And that's not the point. The point is doing what God has called you to do. The point is doing what God has called me to, to do and understanding that the glory, and like the title says, the glory ain't for you and it ain't for me, it's for God. Amen? I love you. God bless you.